On this edition of the Magic Memories Podcast, Dennis Scott sits down with an all-time favorite of Magic fans, Hito Turkoglu. They discuss his time in Orlando, the teammates he respected the most for being the most hardworking over his career, his relationship with Stan Van Gundy, that finals run in 2009, and of course, his biggest shots and biggest plays in a Magic uniform, of which there were many. So get ready. The Magic Memories Podcast begins right now. But first question for some of the younger fans, is it Hedo or Hedo? You know, I have been hearing that question almost 15 years. <laughs> yes, ago. I want to get it right. So I said, I, listen. Let's get it right, get it official. Is Hedo Turkaloo or Hedo Turkaloo? Usually it's Hedo. Hedo. Yeah. Okay, so it's Hedo. Like, so I, I totally changed it. I said, please call me Turk. Just tell you Turk. Yeah, All right. Just call so me Turk. Hearing out the new fan. It's because Turkey. like I had people seem like, yo, did you, did you hear he died? Like like he died? Like who like who, who are you talking about? No, I said like my name is Hido, like H E D O. Right. But like in Turkish it's H I D O. Oh, okay. So different uh, spellings, you know, like so I don't want to confuse people more and I said just please call me Turk. Turkulu, Turk, whatever is easier for you, so from now on, uh, people start to call me Turk. There it is. Now it's official. You come into the NBA. You have your experience with Sacramento. You with the Spurs. Take me through when you got that phone call from your agent saying the Orlando Magic wants you. Wow. Uh, it was crazy because in that time, we had conversation with Phoenix mm-hmm. and my agent, Lon Babby. Mm-hmm. We were having lunch with him. And said, like, we have another team. It's interesting. I said, like, who? And I was like, Orlando. I said, like, wow. And he said, like, talk it out, see what's going, mm-hmm. what they're feeling about it, and how it's going to go and all that. Then uh, the answer came to me. It's kind of made me really happy. And I said to Lon, Let's go and try it. And it was uh, 2004. Mm-hmm. I had a six-year deal with Orlando. Mm-hmm. And that's what my uh, dream come true, right. you know, as a player, as a person as well, too. And when you first got here to Orlando, what was your first impressions? Uh, I felt like in the first day, I mean, I'm not uh, messing around or I'm not kidding anybody. Even I'm telling this to people in a it feels like second home to us, you mm-hmm. know, like it's first day, we felt like, you know, this can be our home. And it's been almost like 15 years and we still believe that it's our like second home. Right. Even though right now I spend most of the time in Turkey and my family still wants to come back here. And my kids growing up <laughs> and they still wants to come and live here. So uh, right. in that time, you know, we felt that, and by the year goes, the the friendship I built around here, uh, by the organization, on and off the court, you know, it's been huge for me, so I was really lucky on that time. I had a chance to play for Brian Hill, just like you. How, what was your impressions playing under Brian Hill? Uh, Coach Hill, we had a conversation the other day, you know. <laughs> Uh, he was he was great to me, mm-hmm. you know, being honest to you. He was helping me out a lot because I came from San Antonio that time in my 
Uh, I was in the league for four, four years or fifth, my fifth year. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to find myself. So in that time, he really kind of helped me out and showed me the right things and how to be a good team guy and team player. So I think we had a good time with uh, Coach Hill. And then draft comes along, this big guy comes on by the name of Dwight Howard and this little guard, little chunky little guard named Jameer Nelson. Take me through the first time you met those guys. I mean, I met them in the, I think, I think it was in the Vegas. And since then, uh, we had built really good relation with those guys, uh, most of it Jameer, you know. And I seen for two of them how they grow as a person and as a player as well too. So, you know, we all faced adversity sometimes, you know, good and bad. But overall, if you look at it, I think we had really good times together. And then the relationship with Rashard. First he's in Seattle, y'all kind of guarding each other. You hit a shot, he hits a shot. Talk about how an opponent is like your enemy, and next thing you know, he becomes your teammate, and he becomes one of your best friends. Yeah. It's kind of a wild relationship, right? Take me through it. <laughs> in that time, uh, Stan was the coach. Mm -hmm. So I was back home when I heard the the signing with Rashad, and I called right away to Stan. I Ooh. said, listen, man. So you're back in Turkey. I was back in Turkey. You heard, you pick up the phone right away. I pick up the phone right away. You can ask Stan when you get a chance. I said, like, listen, man, I'm gonna be straight up to you. Because I, till that time, I had something growing as a player as well, too. Right. So, you know, maybe I was thinking selfish that time because mm. I want to keep that going as mm. a player. And I told them day one, listen, man, if you're not going to play me or start me, trade me. Wow. And I said, like, listen, man, we're all going to be okay. You know, I'm going to talk to Rashad. You're going to be a huge part of our uh, team and Rashad as well, too. So, and I believed in him. And when I came back for training camp, he really, I think, kept his promise mm -hmm. and the way he structured the team. I think it worked out well for me and Rashad as well too. And you know, we were we knew each other before with right. Rashad, mm -hmm. but now we all focus for one thing, and uh, it was winning, playing together as a group, as a team, and we were all unselfish guys and just enjoying being each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that time, oh, I think for all of us. It was the best times for our careers, if you look at it. I'm not going to say that because Rashad went to <laughs> Miami and he got, he got rings, but for us, I think it was the best time as a you know, collective group playing together and just enjoying you know, being teammates each other. Take me back to that training camp, 08, 09, you come together, Stan keeps his promise. Stan says, hey, Turk, I'm putting the ball in your hands more. Take me through that feeling of how that year began. Well, he must, it was painful with Stan. Stan wasn't the easy guy, you know. <laughs> Stan, what, what do you mean? He, why, what do you mean? He, well, he, uh, I, I have all day. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you guys ready, we can start to practice, you know. Like, so uh, that time, that's the thing I've seen with different coaches. But like for him, he was first in training camp. Uh, 
he kind of, we had a team meeting and he was in first day, he said it, majority of part of the game, Turk, Rochard and Dwight will be taking majority of the shots. Mm -hmm. The rest of you guys will demand of your practicing, how you practice, how you play, how you compete. It will determine your playing times and right. uh, shots during the game. And the most important thing, everybody bought in on that one. Right. And everybody ex expect their roles. And we started day one uh, to play like that. And I think it worked out for all of us. You know, we were playing small ball most of the time. Mm -hmm. Me at three, Rashad at four, mm -hmm. Dwight at five. When you have guys can shoot, dribble, and pass, and you have Dwight, he was killing. He was unstoppable that time. Like your time in yeah, 90, yeah, 94, 95. Yes, you know. That's right. So it was just fun to be out there. Right. You know, like you have guys passing up shots to find another guy so they, have, they can have the feeling in that time. So it was special times for us. Off to a great start. The season going long. Jameer goes down. Take me through that feeling and how you felt personally and then how you felt he had to help the team more. Uh, I feel bad about him, man. He, he, that guy really put up a lot of work. You know, in my career, I've seen two guys and I give props to them. From day one, I met them. One of them was Jameer. One of them is uh, JJ Redick. The way they become throughout year as a player, it's unbelievable. The way, you know, they take stuff serious, the way they take care of themselves, the way they approach to the game, practices, it was unbelievable. So I give shout out to them and much respect to them. And it was sad for him, you know, because we had something going on mm -hmm. in the past year and this 08 and 09. And sadly had that injury. Uh, it was sad for all of us. But uh, Otis and Stan, they had a good pickup with Rafer. Mm. You know, he was a huge pickup for us as well. You know, he was a great guy as well, great teammate. You know, he bought in right away in day one. Uh, he knew the system, he knew what's going on. He knew who was taking the shots and he knew everything what's going on. So he was a perfect teammate that time. And uh, I think to the finals, him and AJ mm -hmm. uh, taking the spot as a point guard. I think they did a huge job, you know, bringing us to the uh, finals. So it was, it was in that time. It was sad, but also, you know, the life was going on, mm -hmm. and those two guys really stepped up and did great things for the team. What was going through your mind in 0809 when you seen Dwight, Shamir, everyone else make the All Star team, and you got snubbed? Uh. I was upset, man, being honest to you. Mm -hmm. I was really upset. You were having a hell of a year now. That's like, when, you, when everyone's watching, like, wait a minute, you're forgetting the guy who's passing the ball to all these guys why they're looking so good. I was really upset about it. I mean, like you said, the numbers I put up, uh, the efficiency I had in yeah. the team and mm -hmm. all that, making all the plays, but I guess it's part of the life that I have to have that experience in my life. So it was sad for me. Uh, because as a player, you know, you always want to be all-star or 
to be respectful that way, but I guess that time I didn't deserve it. <laughs> and they gave me a most improved player. <laughs> I must be the oldest guy to get that most improved player. <laughs> I was shocked as well too, so. But it was good memories, man. I mean, like I said, of course it was sad to be snubbed, but overall, if you look at it, I accomplished what I wanted to and going to the NBA Finals and being part of the team that, as a player, you did something to help the team to get there. You know, like I was really, that was the thing that really encouraged me. So uh, I put that away and just keep focusing on the, what I love and uh, it just kept us moving forward and uh, reached to the NBA Finals. Take me through the mindset. There's a few games left. You have a chance to win 60 games. Take us through that focus that Stan had you on and make sure y'all can get to 60. Stan was on our, on our all the time, like 24-7, you know, like no letdowns, let's play hard, let's play together, you know, get that experience, winning experience, mm -hmm. that's the most important thing. And he was just keep pushing us, keep pushing us, but in that time he was also trying to save us as well too for the playoffs right. because the most important time is the playoffs so mm -hmm. i think he really balanced that really well get the 60 wins you're feeling good about yourself first round philadelphia right man don't bring that up huh don't bring that up oh why not <laughs> take me through it. come on now take me through it don't bring that up i always tell this Rashad, man you saved me <laughs> you the shot saved, saved you he did save me <laughs> because i had a bad bad mistake in uh, in philly was it game one happened in game a, one i think it was a game one game one you lost we lost uh i think i know i think it was a game two or something that i i had i filed andre gudala mm -hmm. then i drove and uh passed rashad and he made the corner three and i said like listen man you saved me you saved me, so... Now you're down 2-1. What happens in game four? Until uh, that time, I was really struggling, you okay. know, in those games, especially the first two games. But I, I guess I really built a whole lot of confidence throughout the year, so Stan really believed in myself from day one. Right. And on the end, he still called a play Either me or Rashar was going to take it. And uh, when we played pick and roll, they switched it. And uh, I took the shot and uh, it went in and uh, we tied up and <laughs> everything changed since then. And what did that do for your confidence for the rest of the playoffs? I think it built you up mm -hmm. all the way up, mm -hmm. you know, like, so I need it, you know, like as a player, yeah. you know, maybe the best of it, you know, like you need one game or one shot, you know, like and to build your confidence. And after you're struggling, making that sh the winning shot, it was huge. So uh, after that, it was really easy for me. Go to round two, Celtics. Celtics was, they won the year before. And I think as a player, I think as a team, I think we knew that we're going to reach to the finals because right. the way we played, mm -hmm. 
I think, especially after the Philadelphia series, I think we knew that we had that confidence right now. We believe ourselves, and the way we played, I think it's it really helped us. Now, were you frustrated though? Because you got down in the series again. You're down three-two. Down by ten. Game six. Take me through that. Like, like most people think you're going home. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like in Boston, most people think you're going home. Like you said, everybody think that. Like, man, Boston. And we seen the guys, KG, and all the other yeah. guys. You never think that <laughs> you're coming back, you know, like, but that's how we believed it, you know. We had guys, had huge roles in the team, mm -hmm. and that's why you need to do certain things with the group of guys. You can't do this individually. Right. Everybody has to do their roles in the best way. If you look at it, when Dwight missed the game, mm -hmm. Martin Gorta stepped up and he mm -hmm. played huge. We had JJ, we had Michael Petrus, Courtney Lee, you know, all them guys stepped up big and uh, did it great. And we were rolling that time. Right. And then we went to the finals, Eastern Conference finals. But before we get there though, take me back to game seven. Everyone in Boston, 32-0, there's no way the Magic can come here and win that. Take us through game seven. That confidence, how y'all knew y'all were going to win. I think you put it out there that, yes, we're definitely going to win game seven. Uh, I had a huge, huge game that night, too. You know, I almost had triple-double that night. And I mean, I, I think we had that thing going on, seriously. Like, I always say that because we didn't have that fear that time. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we had that experience before and we got nothing to lose. Right. And just go out there and ball out. We've been doing whole year. Right. And I think that comes to that and everybody just, you know, stepping up. Rafer played great. JJ had big shots. Rashard as well too. So and we just pulled it out and uh, had a new chapter for us. You win game seven, you have a new chapter. The Lakers are in the Western Conference. They're playing well with Kobe. Now you're facing big bad LeBron. Everyone's hyping up LeBron, Kobe. Take me through the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, sometimes it's, it's good to be underdog, you know, like, uh, because nobody's expecting you going to the finals. Everybody already set up the Cleveland Lakers yeah, matchup. Kobe, LeBron. Kobe, LeBron. Wow, it's going to be huge and all that. And... It was kind of hyping us, and I think it motivated us more and more. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were always just like, man, let's cut this BS and just play our game, and uh, we'll see what happens. And I think that's what happened, man. We believed ourselves, and whoever we faced in the East, Eastern Conference, I think, had no chance to stop us. Right. And that's what happened. Game one, late. Rashad hits a big three. Take me through that play. Rashad had huge, huge moments in the playoffs, man. He had, he had so many big shots to help us to go through that hump because sometimes, as you know, it was similar to you guys in 94. Mm -hmm. You guys going through big fella. Yep. You know, we were going the same thing, but sometimes 
you know, they do hack a shack, hack the white stuff. So Stan will always call different place. And uh, some nights he will call for me, some nights whoever was feeling it, Rashad. So Rashad, he always, you know, he bring it every time they call a name on his and he always hit huge shots. How deflating was it in game two? You guys are playing great, going down the wire, and LeBron James just a big shot. Man, we knew that time. <laughs> you we knew he was going to take it, huh? <laughs> I was, uh, right before that shot, I made the shot. We had to lead. And Stan told me that, listen, they're going to run a play. He might go for a lob. So the way I was guarding him, I was in front of him. But he was so strong, he kind of come through me and kind of push me off and fade back to the three-point line. And I always look at it, the film, the way he jumped. Right. The way I trying to... Try to contest. <laughs> trying to contest, there was no way to reach him. And, uh, but that day, when we talked in the locker room, we knew that we're going to win this series as well, too, because the way they celebrated that sh after that shot, right. uh, mm. we, knew, we knew it's, it's our time because they know it was a lucky shot. Otherwise, we would take 2-0 two, two and, oh and we'd have a more advantage of it. And the way they celebrated, we, we talk to each other in the locker room. Right. And next games, Dwight had huge games and... Got a little physical in game three, huh? It was, it was. When Michael Petrus came off the bench and was big for you guys. He was huge. JJ came up big. MP was great on, you know, trying to guard uh, LeBron on defense. And he was doing a really good job. So, in that time, we knew that it's, it's our series. And the way we ball out, it was, it was much easier for us. And game four comes along with charges to, to free throws. Take us through the mindset of we can take this game. Uh, we knew it wasn't going to be easy, but right. like uh, after that uh, LeBron made that shot, we knew we are in their head. <laughs> we, know, we knew that time that they're they afraid of us. And every time we were making great plays after great plays and uh, Rashad is the most, I guess, calm in those situations, and he had those free throws, and uh, it's all different ball game. <laughs> game six, the chatter starts up again. Orlando Magic can't close out. We want to see Kobe LeBron take me through game six, the focus of you guys wanting to close out that series. Dwight had a huge game that day. I think he was at home. I think Dwight had like. 30 or 40, something mm -hmm. like that, and he was unstoppable. Yep, 40. He, went, he had 40, right? Yep. 41 or 40, something <laughs> like that. Right. He had a huge, huge game, and uh, we knew. I mean, we knew that it was over, and because we had that momentum mm -hmm. going on, and the way we were playing, sharing the ball, and just we had big fella just killing it. We were just mm -hmm. keep feeding him, we keep feeding him. When he was double teamed, he would kick out and we would make plays after plays and uh, it was over. Now you win it, everybody's celebrating, you're getting excited. Now the chatter stops. No, LeBron and Kobe. It's Hedo and Kobe. It's the white. It's like everything changes. What's going through you guys as, as a team, the chemistry, like how you feeling about this finals? 
Man, we, I, we couldn't believe. I mean, I know I couldn't believe, you know. First time in my life playing in the NBA Finals. Right. You know, that's my 10th year in the league and uh, playing the Finals and playing the right way and uh, mm -hmm. being a part of it. It was huge for us. But as I said, we were thinking always underdogs, you know, right. like since day one, they didn't give any chance to us. The first round, it was Philly. The second round, it was Boston. <laughs> Conference finals, it was Cleveland. So nobody believed in us since day one, but let's keep kind of motivating us and keep hyping up. And when you get to the finals, uh, the sec first game, I know it's the first game. All excitement, first time ever playing in the finals and all that. We lost it, but second game it was much different. It was why, much is, why, is, why is it so different? Because we figure out certain things what we did in the first game, mm -hmm. and we knew that we were in the plane that we've been playing almost like hundred games, right? And we had talked to each other, and the second game was different, and. It was a close game, and we almost had a chance to win as well, too. A little, ooh, Courtney, Courtney uh, Lee, Courtney ooh. Lee messed up, man. <laughs> Courtney, come on, make a layup, Courtney. Courtney, man, it's <laughs> fool, man, because it's so funny. I had this conversation the other day. They asked me about it again. Right, right. And Courtney was like, when Stan made the play, Courtney was like, yo, bro, throw it close to the basket. I'm going to catch it. I said, listen, man, don't worry about it. I got you. I said, you better catch it. I said, no, no, man, seriously, man, like, throw it to the basket. I said, okay, man, don't worry about it. I'm going to do it. You better finish it. <laughs> you better catch it and finish <laughs> it. <laughs> and I throw it. Perfect. And he Perfect. missed it. And he ran to me and said, like, Turk, I'm so sorry, bro. I'm so sorry, bro. I messed it up. I said, don't ah. worry about it, man. And in overtime, it was Kobe took over and... Uh, make big plays, and uh, they took 2-0. When Stan said, hey guys, I'm bringing Jameer back, were you guys excited? Or were you like, hold up coach, we're kind of rolling right now, let's bring him back easily. Are you saying, this is our guy, this is our all-star, bring him back? Well, that time, it was kind of in between for all of us because Right now, it's easy to say differently than right. when you were playing. In the moment. Take, take us back to the moment, though, because you're in the right. heat of the moment. You're trying to win a championship. Is at that time, I also tell to them as well, too. You know, like, sometimes you might take a risk for us as well, because Rafer had going on till that time and AJ. Yep. But I could understand as a player, you might not have a chance to play in the NBA Finals ever again. So mm. I know how you Actions about it, you want to be part of it. And, but in that time, it kind of, it kind of, I'm not going to say mess it up, but like, uh, it kind of affected Rafer a lot, right. uh, especially after first game. Mm -hmm. Because that time, you know, he was really balling, and uh, when they brought out Jameer, and if I look at it, I looked at it in that time either, man, I would be, Ask him to play as well too. Right. You know, as a player, man, I want to play in the NBA Finals. Right. You know? 
and I play in all night and I haven't seen them <laughs> since then. Right? So you don't get to yeah, play them. It's right. not easy. That's it's right. not easy to get there. So I understand. And he had a good game as well, too. Mm -hmm. you know, Jamil had a good game, too. Uh, and we were happy for him that he came back and we had a good game here and we won the first game here. Take me through that win because that we made it there. We got swept. Take us through that one. See, people don't understand. It's, it's one thing it's hard to get there. Then you, how hard is this to get one win? Take us through that win and how the crowd went crazy and how you felt as a team. As you said, man, it's, it's, first of all, it's hard to get there. It's so hard. You need time. You need experience. You need luck. You have all these together. Mm -hmm. And even though we lost two games in L.A., we, we always have confidence in ourselves mm -hmm. uh, because especially after second game, you know, we had a really shot to win in the game. So like when we came here, uh, we just had to play in front of our crowd. They were going crazy. Uh, we just had more relaxed and more, you know, uh, confidence, I guess, playing at home. Uh, but you're playing against L.A., who's been there before, you're playing the guys like who've been in the finals so many years, and mm -hmm. uh, you're playing the most experienced team. Uh, it wasn't easy. We had the first game uh, at home, we won, but second game, like the fourth game, was really bad for all of us. You know, we is, had that, a, is that one of those games where you came out maybe overconfident or you didn't make a couple of shots early and you maybe lost your confidence? I think it's, it's kind of we panicked in the, mm -hmm. especially that's what I'm thinking because yeah. uh, we made mistakes that we haven't done in whole year. Right. And we missed so many free throws. Dwight missed free throws. I missed free throw. Uh, then Derek Fisher came make that huge, yeah, sure. huge, yeah. unbelievable shot, yeah. you know, like uh, it took us overtime again, and it's 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 not easy to play the you know overtimes against team like Lakers players like Kobe, Powell, and all them guys. You know, like so we kind of blew that opportunity as well too. So they took to three-one lead, and the fourth game it was like you know, it was hard to kind of motivate ourselves and. We fight the game, but you know, LA had the, all the right. juice and all the excitement about it, and they won the fourth, fifth game as well too. Dirk, take me in the locker room. The series is over. Are you guys down that you lost? Are you guys, come on, guys, we're gonna come back next year. We let one get away. We let's stay together. Take me through that mindset because the chemistry, the chemistry, so good as a team. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering. Could y'all use that as motivation for next year? Uh, we had that talk, but uh, things changed throughout the summer. Right. That's why it wasn't the same team next year coming up. I had to go to Toronto. They trade Tony Batty, Courtney, mm -hmm. and I think it was Rafer mm -hmm. to New Jersey. That time it was New Jersey. Mm -hmm. uh, bring Carter back here. So it kind of was a new team 
for the magic that right. time. Right. Like so the reason I asked that question because that team's chemistry, I've talked to Dwight, I've talked to all the guys, y'all were so close. And I've always wondered, did you guys want to stay together or was that loss really devastating? That's maybe why the magic went in a different direction. I mean, if you look at it, we had, especially with Stan, we had something going on like past two years. And the year before, I think we had a great year as well, too. And finally, they kept the same team, and mm -hmm. finally, you reached to the finals. And, and you know how it is. It's the yeah. chemistry is the most important thing mm -hmm. for the team to be able to accomplish certain things. And I think playing with Stan, playing all these guys together, I think we accomplished certain things. Right. And number one was to be in the NBA Finals. And all them guys were like the year in first year. Right. All of us, they had the first year of NBA Final experience. Right. Of course, everybody was upset because if you look at it, we had a chance. Mm -hmm. We had a chance in LA. We could have win game four here. And we, we wouldn't know what happened in game five. If you win game five, you're up 3-2, and you go into L.A., it could have changed the whole change, momentum. Change the whole momentum, that's right. You know, like it could be on us, but uh, after that, everybody, of course, was upset about it because we had a good games, and we blew it. Right. So everybody was just like, man, we can do it next year and all that, but when the summer comes, the free agency and all that, then the magic that time went a different direction. Right. And I think since then, it's not the same magic uh, that's, that's been right. so many years. Right. You know, so hopefully they will get it back. When you sit at home sometimes now, do you have a favorite moment in 09? Every moment was special for me. You know, especially a guy like us, you know, coming from overseas accomplishing certain things as an individual way and a team way, being part of something great. It's every, every second was special for me. You know, from day one, you come into the league <coughs> until last day you play your game. It was special for me. But being with the Magic, uh, because I look at my past, the best times of my career was with the Magic. Mm. Uh, and the, the chemistry I built in this city with this organization has always been special. I have different friends in different teams, right. Right. coaches and players, but this was always special for me. And that's why I always keep telling people that we will come back here and live here again. There you go. Speaking of special moments, here in Orlando, alley pass to Dwight Howard against the Spurs. Take me through that play. It was Coach Hill that time. He drove the play. It was unbelievable. And I swear, I didn't do much about it. I swear. <laughs> it's a perfect pass. That's half, that's that's, half the battle. No, that's, that's what everybody was telling me. Like, that's what Dwight was telling me as well, too. Like, he said, throw it closest to the rim. And I swear that's the only thing I did, you know, like trying to throw it closest to the rim, 
and you have the freaking athlete over there. <laughs> he did the hardest part than me. You know, I just have to throw it, and the timing was great, and he caught it and just throw it. It was it was great. It was unbelievable. The corner three by Rashard at home against Seattle. I had him. He was guarding me. Listen, we had we had moments that like uh, throughout the years we were killing each other. <laughs> like, I know when I was in Orlando, he had forty or fifty on me. Ooh. I was guarding him, mm. so I was just like going back each other. You know, I made this shot, man. He couldn't guard me and all that. So it was special time, man. We had really good going on because uh, he was. First of all, great teammate, man, great person, and <clears throat> all he wanted to do, win. And I think we all were in the same page. Everybody wanted to win. Nobody wanted us to doubt as an individual because even in these days, if you look at the certain teams, they play a group. Right. And when they play as a group, they win as a group, mm -hmm. and they lose as a group. Right. But like, when they do that, everybody stands out because everybody does his job in the best way. And if you win, you win as a team, you win as a group. And on the end, everybody's happy. So like, <clears throat> we were, I think, in the same page in that time. We all wanted to win. We all wanted to enjoy right. and having fun. You know, like we were really having fun. And I think it was really special. Speaking of special, national TV at home against Boston, somebody hits a big three. I remember Stan was like, after that, he called the play again, like it was three up, thumb down for me to play pick and roll with Dwight. Uh -huh. uh, because I know before I had many games that we lost with <laughs> my last <laughs> second shot. And still after that, he was like, Turk, I know you made it, but it was a bad shot. I was like, what do you want to do? Like, <laughs> that sounds like saying. <laughs> yeah, like, like saying. It was a bad decision. I know you made it, but like, we couldn't lose this game. I said, like, listen, I try, but like the way they guard me, mm -hmm. you know, like it was a late timing, so I had to spin out and take that shot. And it was like, yeah, but you made it, but like, I wasn't, I, was, I didn't play, you know, I didn't draw this play. I said, like, okay, I'm sorry. So it was huge for me that too. When you think about clutch shooting, where do you think you fit in Orlando Magic history as a clutch shooter? Because you got a lot of shots, a lot of shots you've made, regular season and playoffs. I don't know. After, I guess behind you. I, can't <laughs> I don't have any playoff. So I have the regular season ones, but you, Penny, Nick, y'all have playoff buzzer beaters, playoff big shots. I don't know. I mean, the guys you you name it to respect those guys, man. Nick, I had a opportunity to play with Nick in uh, Sacramento. That's right. He was a true he was a true leader, too wet. You know, he was helping me out a lot in my first year, and we built a really good relation since then. You right. know, like. He's a big nick for me. <laughs> and Penny, we all know Penny, how great he is, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, so it's honor for me, man, trust me. I always tell this to people, you know, the way people 
embrace me here, it's, it's unreal sometimes right. because uh, what you did as a sport, as a player, and I think I give my heart every time I step on the court and I think people, I think people saw that and that's why they always still, even though after so many years, they still give me, you know, love and support. So it's always great memories, man. How was your relationship with the fans and the community and how you was able to give back while you were here? I mean, I was great, I guess. I mean, you have to ask the fans. No, the fans still love you. They still love you. I mean, I didn't mind, uh, you know, high-fiving them, you know, taking pictures or having a conversation or just to chat a little bit. You know, I didn't mind those stuff, you know. So I think they truly saw my honesty. Uh, that's why I think... They still love me about it. Even though right now, you know, I don't mind, you know, walking on Church Street, taking high fives and taking pictures. And they always, I guess they always felt that honesty about me. So that's why they still have that, you know, love and support. Well, I'm happy to say, I appreciate you being a part of Orlando Magic. Oh, thank Hashtag. you, man. Appreciate it a lot. So now it's we have some honor. connection now. Now <laughs> we have some connection. Yes, we do.